This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It is four minutes past 3 p.m. on FM 104. My name is Graham O'Toole. Nathan O'Reilly has the day off, as we probably talked about every three minutes yesterday. Going to the 1975, but also going to the 1975 is our fantastic producer, Neve, who isn't taking the day off. Neve O'Reilly, how are you? Hello, how are you doing? So what's your plan after the show then? So taxi straight away yeah. or are you going with somebody from work what's going on so I'm going with my best friend Trasa she's going to meet me outside work we're going to hop in a taxi few little drinks en route oh. and we're, we're sorted will Tra make her way by here by herself or will she have the taxi here waiting for you she's going to make her way here by public transport but have a taxi ordered oh, you know tra. she's a good one she's a good one tra. right uh, let's kick off the show now with some M&M this is The Real Slim Shady on FM 104 the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. FM 104, it is Graham and Nathan, Jazzy and Giving Me, who performed at this weekend's Forbidden Fruit Festival. I saw Crossy from the Strawberry Alarm Clock was at her gig, but it said there was more people outside the tent trying to get in as there was the tent getting in. It looks wedged. As her popularity. She's yeah. amazing, amazing. Um, big up to the Leaving Certs who started today. Mm-hmm. English Paper One and Home Economics, which is on right now. If you did English Paper One, congratulations. I gotta say, the worst one is over with for me. Yeah. English Paper One is where I fell down big time. Really? And if you're ever kind of like me, every year I have to re-Google which one is English Paper One and which one's English Paper Two. English Paper One is the comprehension. So I've got the exam paper from my Leaving Cert year 2010 open in front of me here and says this paper is divided into two sections section one comprehending and section two composing the paper contains three texts on the general theme of the future candidates should familiarise themselves with each of the texts before beginning their answers and the second I went down to one of the texts I remember it was text to a global future, but there was a picture of Al Gore there. Oh, and it was taken from Al Gore's speech. And the second I saw that today, it brought me 13 years back <laughs> into my Leavenstead Hall going, what the hell is Al Gore doing on the Leavenstead <laughs> paper? But where I really fell down was in section two. You know, basically, the majority of students, except the extremely intelligent ones at English, you learn off an essay and then you try to shove it in yeah. to one of the themes. Regurgitate it. And it just didn't work for me. Mm. I'm I'm going through section two. And it was, you had to do uh, an essay, a composition on one of these. Question one, it was a terrific theatre. Write a personal essay about your experience as a performer or audience member of a dramatic art play, musical concert or comedy. Number two, you're a new neighbour, aren't you? Write an article for a popular magazine on being a good neighbour. These were tough this year. God. Isn't that funny and sad too? Write a short story suggesting by the above quotation. And this is my, my favourite one. But there is a hope, but there is hopeful news as well. You may have, you have been elected by your classmates to deliver a speech at your school's graduation ceremony. Write the text of the speech you would give, encouraging your audience to be optimistic about the future. I know whatever I did, I completely messed it up. And I think I got I think I was getting B's and A twos and stuff for the whole year. Right, okay. In the Leaving Cert, I got a C3. Okay. Brought me right down. Oh. I was very disappointed in myself. But on right now is home economics. And I always thought home economics as this kind of... I didn't know what happened inside the home ec, home ec class. Yeah. But you 
did Homechneve. I did. I did it for Leaving Cert. Didn't do it for Junior Cert. I had this idea that it was going to be real fun. We were just going to be baking all the time. It was not like that. So I don't even know what a home economic exam looks like. So you have got three questions in front of you from your year that you did home ec. 2013, yeah. And you're going to ask me now, because in my head I'm like, sure, yeah, yeah, home ec is easy. Sure, just make sure to put oil on the pan and, you know. Oh, God. When I read these back, I'm like, how did I do this? Right, you ready for your first one? Yeah. Home ec, leave and search, what year? 2013. 2013, let's go. Name three types of flour and suggest a different re- different culinary use for each. Daffodil, rose, and daisy. Thank you very much. Do you actually three is that... different types of flowers? <laughs> Graham. Thank you very much. No, I haven't got a clue. No. White, white, brown, and it was like wholemeal. All those. Now I've just realised I haven't actually written the answers down. <laughs> but I can tell you, you're wrong with the <laughs> daffodil. Okay, up next. Differentiate between the following dairy spreads and give one example for each. I, I, this is actually funny because I had this conversation with my girlfriend Claire before. I kept on buying oh, yeah. spread yeah. and she went through get, me. Get in the bin. She goes, get butter. I go, they're the same thing. She goes, exactly. butter and spread. We had an argument over it. I go, the spread is cheaper. She goes, I want dairy gold butter. Spread is like a margarine. It's fake stuff. It's the exact same stuff. It's not. It's grim. Slap it on your toast and eat so it. So go on. Differentiate between a low-fat spread or a functional dairy spread. <laughs> Do not just give me the answer. One is margarine. No. Give it to me again. Low-fat what? Uh, differentiate between the following dairy spreads. Low-fat spreads or functional dairy spreads. Functional would be full fat. The thing is, you don't have the answer here in front of you, do you? No. <laughs> I left out a major part, didn't I? Do you know the answer? Uh, no. Okay, so, very no. good. Did you answer this question in 2013? I Source? probably skipped this. Okay, very good. No, and uh, in relation to freezing, explain each of the following. This one is good. Quick freezing and slow freezing. I actually know this. Quick freezing mm-hmm. would be in the fridge. No, no. Quick freezing would be in the freezer and slow freezing would be in the fridge. No, I think they're both still in the freezer, but I think one is in relation to, say, if you put it in the top of your freezer, you know the way there's, like, the really strong freezer at the top? What? Yeah. I've got three compartments in my freezer. Are you telling me the higher it goes, I think the so. stronger it is? Yeah. So what? I believe, giving some information, so text in, let me know, but I believe that the higher up you go, there is, a like, a quick freeze section. Are you joking? That's See, they, I was wasting my time doing Spanish. <laughs> I should have been in home ec learning these things. But like, home ec was wild. You have to learn how, all the different parts of a fridge. It was very, yeah. I would have loved home ec. And there was a lot of vitamins, nutrients you had to learn. It was a lot of science-y. See, I did biology. I got an A1 in biology. My only A1, I will say. Um, well. Neve, thank you very much for organising those three questions which you didn't have the answer to. <laughs> and even at the end, the one you said you did have the answer to, you've asked people to give you the answer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 0876797104 is Tiesto, Ava Max. And the motto, you are listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. That's the motto. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. All right, Joel, Corey, and sorry, you're listening to FM 104. It has just gone half past three. That means it is time for Graham and Nathan's half three freebie. 
We do this every single day at half three. We spin a wheel of stops on a letter. If your name begins with that letter, you are in with a shot of winning a free prize, which is today a pair of cinema passes to movies at Dundrum and Soul. Absolutely fantastic. Before we tell you exactly how you can get your hands on them, we'll spin the wheel. Nathan isn't in today to tell us what the letter is. But Producer Neve, I would be honoured. Oh, Do you thanks. know what? I'm going to let you spin my wheel. Oh, brilliant. You ready? Yeah. Go I'm on, ready. three, there two, go. <laughs> See a bit of oil in it. It's just oh. a bit stiff at the beginning. Haven't been doing my weights. Oh, what's it going to be, Neve? Today's letter is C for cabbage. Hey. All right, so if your name begins with the letter C... Carol, Kathy, Connor, Kean, Connell, Connell, we're calling on you to enter right now. What's up? My name is, whatever your name is, begin with C, to 087 That is 087 If we call you back on private number, you have to answer the phone with, Hi, my name is, whatever your name is, and I've just won. Graham and Nathan's half three freebie on FM 104. It is as simple as that. Yesterday it was, I've just won the freebie with Graham and Nathan. Yeah. And we're very strict. It's our producer, Neve. She's so oh, strict. I cracked the whip around here, guys. So strict. You won't, nope, you're not allowed to give away any prizes if they don't say it right. So, hi, my name is whatever it might be, Connor or something. And I've just won Graham and Nathan's half three freebie. On FM 104. Okay, WhatsApp's in. We'll do the call in the next two minutes. Harry Styles now, as it was. It's Graham and Nathan on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Harry Styles, as it was, plays Slane Castle this weekend. If you haven't got tickets and really want to go, make sure you're tuned into the Strawberry Alarm Clock with Jim, Jim and Crossy. They are giving you a chance to win those tickets. I also saw Crossy was down at Slane today checking out the stage. You can check it out on FM104's Instagram page. But now it is time for Graham and Nathan's Half Three Freebie. We spin a wheel. It stops on a letter if your name begins with that letter. You're in with a shot of winning today's free prize. Neve. You were sitting for Nathan. What was the letter again? It was C for cabbage. C for cabbage. All right. All right, we've got to give someone a call now. Their name begins with C. If mm-hmm. they answer the phone with, hello. Come on. My name is Kate with a C. <laughs> Why is Kate the only name? <laughs> and my name is something. And I've just won Graham and Nathan's freebie. Half three freebie. Oh. On FM 104. Oh. I've got to get it right myself. All right, let's give... Someone a call. Got the name in the system. Phone number. Answer. Hello? My name is Claire and I just won Graham and Nathan's half three freebie on FM 104. Oh, you were very close. You were very close to not saying it. There was a gap there. <laughs> is this Claire? Yes, it is Claire. How are you? It is Graham and Neve on FM 104. Oh, the... Did you know it was us calling? That hello tells me you uh, thought it was someone well, random. I'm in, the, I'm in the car with the kids and as soon as the phone ring, we knew. Uh, I didn't know if I was allowed to say hello first. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't mind the hello, but we want you to go straight into it. And straight into it, you did, Claire. Congratulations. 
You have a pair of cinema passes going your way for answering the phone with the correct phrase. Congratulations, Claire. Woo! Thank you very much. Now, Roll, thank you for listening to FM 104. Have a great day. Bye, thank you. I actually just remember there, I said to Nathan yesterday, didn't I, that I was going to bring in a prize today. Oh, and you didn't. I completely forgot. <gasps> Tomorrow I'm going to bring... Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm writing it on the back of my hand. That's how I always remember stuff. And you never wash your hands, so... I never wash them. <laughs> the... the it's a very expensive thing I'm bringing in that oh. it's too big for me. Okay. I was given it and it's too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> sounds kind of weird. It's like it wasn't gifted, it was sent into the office. It's too big for you. It's too big for me. I'll have it tomorrow on the show. It's Justin Bieber, FM 104. What do you mean? You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Callum Scott with Jack Jones and a little bit of a whistle. All right, let's cross over to Neve now. Who is st- sitting in, not stepping, sitting in for Nathan and Nathan's news? Neve, what do you have for us? Okay, so PETA, the animal rights charity featured in Nathan's news yesterday when we heard about Pete Davidson, who he left a strongly worded voicemail oh, oh yes. for the founder after they'd been talking badly about him for buying a dog. Well, today, Ingrid Newkirk, the founder of PETA, has now announced she plans to send... Dis- dis- dissected, dissected pieces dissected, yeah. of her body to world leaders when she dies. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So her quote is, "I won't need my body when I'm gone, so I'm donating bits of it with suggestions as to how it could be used to prolong prolong my animal rights activism." So, send you a little picture there, just of a little diagram she's done. So she's going to send a piece of her neck to King Charles to draw attention to pigeon racing. Her leg will be sent to the Grand National. And she's decided to give her heart to Elon Musk, but it says it's not a sign of love. It's because I don't think he has a heart. <laughs> I'm giving him a bit of my heart so he can clone it and get one of his own. Who didn't have a heart in The Wizard of Oz? Was, was it, it Tin Man? Yeah, I think was, so. Or was, was it Scarecrow? Oh, lo- I don't know. <laughs> We're terrible at this. But no, I'm pretty sure it was Tin Man because he'd open up his chest and, and there'd be, be no empty. heart. Yeah. Give yeah. um, yeah, it to Tin Man. Yeah, he needs right. a heart. But this one got me. She said, use my intestines for sausage casings and send them to Salt Bay. Salt Bay. Oh, my God. She's making me cough. Um, Use my intestines for sausage casings and sell them to to Salt Bay. For him to what? Just like to sprinkle the salt all over them? Yeah. Oh, my days. So there's a few more in the diagram. One about peeling off my skin to fashion into a leather belt and purse. Okay. and then what was her eyeballs? One eyeball, uh, other to UK Home Office are wasting time and taxpayer money on animal experiments. Yeah. All right. Uh, so she's, yeah, she's going in strong here. So she is. She's getting the point across. Well, it's been a big 24 hours for PETA. 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 After Pete Davidson. If um, if you didn't hear yesterday, I've got the, the call where <laughs> he got taken um, down online by PETA for buying a dog instead of adopting a dog. This is his response to them. Hi, my name's Pete Davidson. This message is for Daphna. Um, the scene. Uh, thank you so much for making comments publicly that I didn't adopt a dog. I just want to let you know I'm severely allergic to dogs, so I have to get a specific breed. I'm only not allergic to cavapoos and those type of dogs. And my mom's dog, who was two years old, died a week prior and we're all so sad so I had to get a specific dog. Now I'm going to stop him there because it gets into a, a lot of swearing there and we do want to get in trouble here on the radio. Neve, thank you very much. Thank you. For some Nathan's news with a little bit 
of producer Eve. Coldplay now, the new one from Niall Horn, Meltdown, on the way next. This is A Sky Full of Stars on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. It is four minutes past four on FM 104. My name is Graham O'Toole. Nathan's off today. We've got producer Eve. Hello, Eve. Hello. I don't think I've ever seen as much sports news in the space of about 24 hours. I'm just after going out to the kitchen there. I'm seeing Jude Bellingham. Mm-hmm. As a pains me as a Liverpool fan, Real Madrid have agreed terms with Borussia Dortmund. Lionel Messi might be going to Inter Miami. Uh, the whole Saudi uh, golf stuff. Yes. In around 15 minutes, I'm going to try and break down for like dummies like me when it comes to this Saudi money into sport. Yeah, because I have no clue either. I listened to a podcast today about this American business guy who specialises in sports. So I'm going to do my best to regurgitate. His name <laughs> is Joe Pompilano or his name, it's the Joe Pomp Show <laughs> podcast I was listening to. So if you were a little bit confused as to golf, live golf, the Saudi PIF, Newcastle, Al Nazir, Messi going into my, my, Miami or is he going to go to Saudi Arabia? How would they can afford all this money? Look at all these notes I took today, Neve. A full A4 page. I'm going to try and condense down into a couple of minutes. gold over there. First, though, let's get back to the music with Nelly and Ride Me. This is FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. FM 104, Nelly and Ride With Me. And I tell you, one person I don't want to be taking a ride with uh, these days is Nathan O'Reilly because (laughs) he is having awful look on the roads over the last few days. So if you were listening to us on yesterday's show, he's off today. But he told us about two stories that happened to him, near-death experiences on the road. Yeah. One, he was going round a roundabout, nearly got crashed into, and to avoid being crashed into, had to drive up onto the middle off the roundabout on the grass area. God, it sounds awful. And then the next day, he was driving the M50 with the picnic bench in his car. The boot swung open and he had to drive with the boot open, hoping the picnic bench wouldn't drop out of the car. Um, and this has just started debates in the office. And now we're joined by Hannah from Marketing in FM 104. Hannah, do you have a, a car story or is it a near-death experience? What happened? It's not near-death, but it's just as infuriating as nearly dying. Um, I was in Rathmines and if you know the road by the Garda station so it's technically a one lane right. but at the end you can go left or right so people will tend if there's no oncoming traffic people will tend to make it a two laner yeah okay but I'm sitting in the rightful place in the middle of the road right and I'm about to go left and I'm stopped at the light and all of a sudden I get smacked into my side Ooh. of the car my wing mirrors hanging down. Oh god! Okay, everything is shaking. Crap! But the driver just keeps going. I can oh, run as if absolutely nothing happened, and like I was beeping, everyone around me was beeping. It was chaos. <laughs> it was lashing rain. I was on my way to the office, and like I had so much venom in me that I was like, <laughs> "I'm abandoning the car. I'm going on foot." You went on foot. Oh I my went god. On I was expecting you to drive after this person. You went on foot. No, no, no. And was anyone else in the car? With her or with, with myself? No, no, no. Oh, oh the car is abandoned. Car abandoned. 
I was like, I'm by the guards. There's a lot of people around. Yeah, yeah. It was so much traffic. So she was about five cars ahead of me at the lights. Oh my so God. I was like, I'm going, I'm doing it. Opened my car door, didn't even close my car door. <laughs> just ran in the rain. <laughs> and it was so cold. It was winter. And I get to her car and it was the most infuriating. I begin to bang on her window, right? She doesn't even a tiny bit flinch. No. She is 10 to two, straight out the window, no movement in her face. And I'm banging on the window, screaming. It's like GTA. So we're going to try to carjack. It yeah. was insane. And everyone was beeping and people were shouting like, go on, girl, to me. Stop. Because I had seen everything. And she was just straight faced, looking out ahead of her. And I was banging on the window. My hair was now sopping wet. My mascara running down my face. That's, like, the, that's, and I was, that's the worst part. Yeah, like a mad the woman at the window. And I was screaming and I was shaking her car. I was getting <laughs> like really... It was getting really severe. Uh, uh, did you, tr- did at any point, were you thinking about going for the door handle and just getting in oh, there? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> if did you I, try it? I, no, you see, the thing is, we were at a red light. Mm. So I knew the minute this green light, she's a goner and yeah. I'll never see her again. Mm. So I was 100% going to open the door. Oh, my God. Like, I wouldn't have smashed the window, <laughs> but I wouldn't say I 100% wouldn't. So I was like... I'm going to I felt like I wasn't a human because she wasn't responding to me and I was like maybe I'm not here maybe this is all a dream Yeah. and she just drove off I was thinking about following her the whole way into work but then I was like that's a bit <laughs> much <laughs> <laughs> but I went to the guards about it the next night and they were acting like they were gonna chase her I had her reg I had everything and I Never, never heard back. Oh my God. Well, ever again. If that woman is listening right now, Hannah, is there anything you would like to say to her? I would like to say to her, I did get my wing mirror fixed, so that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she should feel very, very <laughs> bad for what she's done to me. And it lives with me every... At once a month, I'd say I'd think about it and shake my head. I would hate to have you screaming at me yeah. in the car, Hannah. Shaking the car. Shaking the, the car. Hannah, thank you very much for that terrifying story in Rat Minds. Cheers. It is Miley Cyrus and Flowers on FM 104. We were good. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. FM 104. Some Lizzo and 2B Love. There is a lot going on in the world of sports business. Oh, I'm excited for this. Right, Neve, you can ask me as many questions as you want. I, for the last 24 hours, we were on air yesterday, half three. Mm-hmm. I went out to go to the toilet and I saw on Sky Sports News that the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, which is the European Tour, this is golf, had merged with their former arch nemesis, Live Golf. And for the last 24 hours, I've just been consuming as much podcasts as I can, because I just love this type of stuff. Yes. I love sports business news. I'm intrigued by it. Okay. So I'm going to do my very best of regurgitating everything I believe I've learned in the last 24 hours, but I'm going to try and keep it as simple as possible. All right? This is your golf leaving cert. <laughs> this is my golf leaving cert, but I'm also going to talk how it affects other sports. So, 
Saudi Arabia, you're going to be hearing a lot about the PIF, the Saudi PIF. They are the Saudi Public Investment Fund. Okay. So they are the ones who hold all the purse strings to all this sports investment. Right. They're the ones who own Newcastle United in the Premier League. Uh-huh. Very controversial. They took over Newcastle last year. Now they are the wealthiest club in the world. The Saudi PIF are the ones who, as of yesterday, invested two billion dollars oh my god into the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour so the Saudi PIF formerly were the ones who backed Live Golf right and people were not going to Live Golf on kind of moral grounds mm. the head of the PGA Tour Jay Monaghan he's the commissioner he was basically guilt tripping players into not going to Live Golf he even brought out families of 9-11 oh to guilt trip people and to guilt the ones who already moved because of uh, Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. Wow. Like, there was a lot going on. But over the last couple of weeks and months, that same person, Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, has been having meetings behind everybody's back with the Saudis, oh, no. merging everything together. And as of yesterday, it broke at half three, I think, Irish time. None of the players knew anything about this. And just to kind of give you an idea of what was happening when there was a struggle between which players are going to stay and which players are going to leave to the Saudi backlift golf, Tiger Woods reportedly was offered three quarters of a billion dollars to move. Rory McIlroy, even though in the last hour, has rejected this, but there was reports that he was offered 500 million. They all said no. In the press, they were... Tiger has said no. Tiger said no. Rory said no. Loads of players said no on moral grounds. No, we love the PGA Tour. We don't want to take the Saudi money. Mm. Um, We believe in the PGA. Yada, yada, yada. They were backing the commissioner, who has now gone behind their back. Oh, God. Um, And then the likes of... Phil Mickelson, mm-hmm. uh, he got paid $200 million to go. He went. Brooks Kepka got paid a load of money to go as well. They are now allowed back into the PGA Tour and the Ryder Cup, where before they took all the money with the, with the thing that, that they weren't yeah. allowed to go uh, okay, tour the PGA. You. The guys in the PGA stayed so they could tour the PGA. Now everybody's allowed to do oh, it because they're all murdered. It is a mess. Could you imagine the group chat? Oh. <laughs> now, Roy McIlroy is after coming out in the last hour because the Canadian Open is on right now. And he's saying that he still hates live golf, but this is different. This is the Saudi PIF. He's not happy with what he wasn't told because he was the main spokesperson for all the players and they were looking to change how golf worked. Like, it is nuts, but not just that, okay? Mm-hmm. So Saudi Arabia obviously have all their money from fossil fuels. Yes. In however many years' time, fossil fuels aren't going to be a thing and they're investing all their money into sports. Last year, they offered Formula One. They have a racetrack in Saudi Arabia. They have one. But they offered to buy Formula One, the whole thing, for $20 billion, (laughs) which is three to four times the market value of Formula One. They turned it down. But how much longer will they hold out if the PGA Tour uh, folded? And also... Very interesting news in the football world. This kind of went under the radar over the last couple of days. But in the Saudi, we'll call it the Saudi Premier League, Saudi Mm -hmm. Super League. That Saudi PIF, that public investment fund that owns Newcastle United, bought the four top teams in the Saudi League, meaning that those four teams now have unlimited funds to buy the best players in the world. As of now... Cristiano Ronaldo plays for Al Nazir, one of the top teams in Saudi Arabia. He's paid $200 million per year. 
Karim Benzema, the current Ballon d'Or holder, has just left Real Madrid to go there. Uh, the reports they offered Messi $400 million a year, making him the highest paid uh, sports person ever. But there are reports now he's moved to Inter Miami in the MLS. They're also looking for N'Golo Kante, paying him $200 million a year. Like, it is mental. Their They're plan taking is, all the big players. Their plan is to make it into the Super League. Um, the Chinese tried to do it with the Chinese Super League before, but that failed because it was backed by Chinese businessmen. Okay. This is backed by an, an, a bottomless pit of money. Um, and there's going to be there's rumours in a few years time they're going to get the Champions League final even though they're not in Europe uh, they're probably most definitely going to get the World Cup because they also have Messi as their tourism ambassador it's all connected oh my god it is all connected it is nuts and it is something to watch over the next 10 to 20 years will Saudi Arabia become the centre of sport and it's looking like they have won Grand Prix they're, how long will Formula 1 hold out they've got the golf now they're trying to build the biggest and richest football league in the world it's not going to be long till they do it. Wow. I hope I did a good enough you job did. there. There's I hope so. a lot so. of information. I need to take a drink of water Fair now. Play. I'm out of... I don't know how talk radio hosts do that all the time. <laughs> it's David Gett on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. One of the biggest songs of the summer from Calvin Harris, Ellie Golding, and Miracle. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104 with Frankie and BMW. The used car summer sales event is now on with savings on all stock. Visit frankieandbmw.ie. And now I say with Graham and Nathan, Nathan isn't in today because he's on his way to the 1975. But you know what? He's good enough, Neve, to leave us a WhatsApp voice oh, note. He's some man. Nathan, what's going on? Hey, guys. Listening to the show, you both are sounding great. Uh, thank you so much for that summary of the golf debacle, Graham. You really explained it well. Thanks. Myself and Becca are just en route to St. Anne's Park. A uh, lot of traffic on the road, so make sure you leave the house early, guys. Also, breaking news. Oh. Maddie Healy is going to be doing an acoustic set before the gig oh. because Caroline Polacek is actually unwell but guys as you can hear look fm 104 is playing great vibes here so okay hold on a second now so the support act yeah is out due to illness so maddie healy is going to do two gigs in one bit of an extra bit yeah he's going to come on what what time will that be at i think it says support at 7 p.m oh we need to get you out of here early <laughs> you can't miss the acoustic maddie healy set We'll get you out early, Neve. Don't worry. We'll get you out early. We'll make sure you don't miss anything because Nathan took the day off. You didn't. We got to get you. I'd have to watch an Instagram story. No. We'll get you out. Don't worry. We'll get you out. Right. Let's cross off, Neve. We got a little bit of traffic there from Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. MK and 17. It is Graham and Nathan on FM. <laughs> Jesus, wrong one. That's what I want here. On FM 104. No news now. News the in whole the... news team are scrambling out there, I'm oh, sure. <laughs> no, another three and a half minutes of news. Don't you worry. I want to play you this clip because I loved it so much on yesterday's show. And I know we're going to be talking about ping pong ding dong very soon after five o'clock. Mm-hmm. But it was during yesterday's game where it got a bit chaotic. It did. And I was pushing Nathan for an answer 
and he was scrambling and he really didn't want to lose and he had this reaction which I don't know why I found so funny. Uh, like five. Oh, stop! Stop! Four. Um, <laughs> uh, jet ski. Stop! Stop! Uh, one's more. One's more. Uh, like five. Oh, stop! Stop! Four. Um, <laughs> uh, jet ski. He's so desperate. We'll tell you how you can win two hundred euro in ping pong ding dong in the next ten. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan It is four minutes past five Thanks very much for tuning into the show My name is Graham O'Toole Nathan O'Reilly not here today He's on his way to the 1975 Do have producer Neve. Hello Neve O'Reilly Hello Graham O'Toole I am aware I don't want to do overload mm-hmm. with golf news Yeah I really don't want to But it's a lot of breaking news today okay. You heard Rory McIlroy in the sports there With Hazel saying You know I still hate live golf well, if you are a fan of the Drive to Survive mm-hmm. version of golf, full swing, mm-hmm. Roy McIlroy is there talking at a press conference at the Canadian Open. Right. And yesterday, they were filming at the Canadian Open for the Netflix oh. when the news broke and all the players found out oh, wow. about the merger of the P- PGA, uh, DP World Tour and Live Golf. That is going to be an unbelievable episode. So it was already good last year when they were following some players were leaving mm-hmm. the PGA Tour to go to Live during the filming of it and now they find out about the emergence. so it's going to be so good. But look, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it. You've done your quota now. You'd swear I was good at golf. <laughs> I think I'm... you're being paid by Live, are you? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's actually the Saudi Public Investment oh, sorry. Fund. <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber now, Let Me Love You on FM 104. I used to believe you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. After all this time. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104, and of course, wishing Lewis Capaldi all the best. Um, as he takes a break from the limelight for the next three weeks, of course, he had to cancel his performance at the gig on Monday, and he's cancelled all performances for the next three weeks until his Glastonbury set. Um, he just says he wants to be home in Glasgow for a little while, and do you know what? We wish him the very best. Right, let's go. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. It is ping pong, ding dong. Nathan is off today, meaning whoever's playing is going to be taking on producer Neve. How are you feeling, Neve? I'm nervous now, won't lie. Okay, well, let's welcome your opponent to the court. It is Anna. Anna, how are you this afternoon? I'm good. I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh, Anna, that makes two of us, yeah. so it's okay. <laughs> Two nervous players. Now, uh, a little birdie told me, Anna, you only entered today because you thought you could beat Neve hands down. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I actually think she'd be harder to beat than Nathan. Oh, oh, I like this. All right, okay. Anna well, and me are friends. I like this. <laughs> yeah, you're really kind of butter each other's bread up here. You should play doubles together. Yes. That's what okay. should happen. <laughs> All right, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give yourself and Neve a topic, Anna. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Neve, you'll go through to the final on Friday where you'll play Tom, who bet Nathan yesterday. All good? Perfect. All right, here we go. You will serve as you were the guest. What I want today is reality TV shows, past and present. Anna, off you go. Um, Love Island. The Kardashians. Uh, Big Brother. Um, below, below Deck. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I'm so bad. I was hoping TV wouldn't come up because I don't even watch TV. Oh, no. Um, oh, God. Um, 
five, four, three, two. One. I have no, I have no oh, idea. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Hard uh, That's okay. Well done, <laughs> Do you watch Real Housewives or anything like that? No, literally, I'm so bad for watching anything. I, I just don't watch telly. What, what what do you do in the evening time then? I don't know. I I I well I know I'm always working and then usually I miss. Well, sometimes I get to listen to ping pong ding dong, but I usually miss it then because I'm in the gym or whatever, and I'm like, normally I'd be rushing through my workout, like get out and let me listen to it. <laughs> in my head, Anna, the only reality TV show for you is ping pong ding dong. That's all. Yeah, That's, yeah honestly. <laughs> I don't watch telly. I don't follow sports. I don't listen yeah, to any no, podcasts. It's ping pong ding dong. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm kind of glad because, to be honest, I didn't have many more in the bank no, to say. No, I had none. I was like, oh no. <laughs> what topic would have suited you, Anna? Um, food. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> oh well, Anna, you're an absolute star. It was a pleasure chatting to you. Unfortunately, as they say, the questions didn't suit you today. No, they didn't not suit at all. you. But okay. thank- hey, will you come back in the future? Oh, maybe, yeah. We'll see. Uh, that's a strong <laughs> no. I no. it, yeah. <laughs> and have a good evening. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. We have a quick game here, me and you. Okay, let's okay, see. Okay, so Love Island, Kardashians, Big Brother, Blow Deck. I'll go Geordie Shore. Vanderpump Rules. Jersey Shore. What did you say? Geordie Shore, Jersey Shore. Uh, God. Uh, married at first sight. Bling Empire. Oh God, Graham, you have me. You have me up against the net. I'm done. Come on! <laughs> it's Avicii and Levels. It's Graham and Nathan on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Post Malone, better now. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. And all over my social media are two things. In the last hour, I talked about the first one. <laughs> I won't talk about it anymore, I promise. It is Saudi Arabia's investment in golf. <laughs> and the other thing that is all over my social media is this new product that Apple announced they are dropping next year, mm. 2024. It is called Apple Vision Pro. So it's their first major product drop since the Apple Watch. But people are saying it's their most significant product since the iPhone. Oh, wow. So if you haven't seen videos or pictures of it, essentially, they are ski goggles that you put over your head. And this is going to replace everything. Wow. It's going to replace your phone. It's going to replace your MacBook. It's going to replace your iPad. It's replacing everything. So um, it says the wearer is fully immersed in the digital world with augmented reality. So it's not virtual reality where you're in a virtual world. Mm. Augmented reality is slightly different where you put the goggles on and you still see what's in front of you. So I put the goggles on. I'm still seeing you, Neve, Mm -hmm. but I can also see my icons and my computer screen. So digital images overlay what's in the real world. So it's two things they're saying. It's a mobile workstation. So if you do work now, if you're sitting at home, you work from home or you're in the office, mm-hmm. you've got your two screens in front of you, you've got your mouse, you've got your keyboard, you've got everything in front of you. With this, you'll just be sitting down at your desk or standing up with nothing in front of you as it's all in digital images in front of you when that you wear these. crazy. And also, 
it seems like they could be getting rid of television screens. You put on the goggles and it's like you're in the movie theatre and you're fully immersed in the movie or the television show that you're watching. So how the iPhone, this is what they're kind of saying, how the iPhone replaced the iPod. Mm-hmm. You know, the I, you had an iPod, yes. you had a watch and you had a calculator and you had a phone book and all that. The iPhone came in and put everything into this device. They're now saying you're going to get your phone, your MacBook and your television screen in these goggles. Wow. It's mental. However, the price is also mental. Is it? The price for in America is $3,499. And at the announcement, uh, Tim Cook was there doing the announcement. They had a massive screen in the back in America. And this was the crowd's reaction to the price. Apple Vision Pro starts at $3,499. Oh, 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 oh. It will be available early next year on Apple.com. And I, I presume because they're at an Apple event they're Apple employees being the first people to show so they're even laughing at the price of the Apple Vision Pro which is madness but what people are saying is the first iterations of this will be very expensive and as it goes on the mass market mm-hmm. it'll come lower and lower and lower um, you also can control it with your eyes so right. your eyes will control what icons you click like on if you look at something if you look at something maybe if you like blink I don't know how the technology works but say you want to open up WhatsApp you're, you move your eyes to look at the WhatsApp icon and it will open up. Wow. But then I suppose you said a few years ago you can unlock your, your screen with your face. face You'd be like, yeah. what? No way! But can you imagine just walking into a coffee shop and everyone has these on? That's what it's going to be. Yeah, like, you kind of think, is that actually going to happen? But then I suppose if you look 20 to 30 years ago, oh, if you tell, oh, in the future, everyone on the bus is going to be looking at a little screen. Yes. Would you... Believe it. And then I suppose if you're on the bus, imagine actually having the immersive immersiveness mm. of these goggles. Oh, that's um, mad. Yeah, so we'll see where that one goes. It's supposed to be out in late 2024 over here, early 2024 in the States. And with these things as well, it looks like it'll probably be more expensive in Ireland. However, not just the only Apple news, Neve. You have something that is probably a little bit more relevant to people who have iPhones, an iOS update, and what you can get. Yes, so there's a new iOS 17 update available from September of this year. So there's some really cool new features. So FaceTime, if you if no one answers at the moment, that's it. But in, in September, you're going to be able to leave a, basically a face mail. So oh. a video of you saying, hi, you miss me, blah, blah, blah. Why? Like a voicemail. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, there's a new iMessage feature. Say if someone sends you a voice note, like say we're on air now, if someone sends a voice note, we can't listen. But there's an option there where you can transcribe that voice note. Nathan always listens. It, does, it doesn't bother him that he's on air. <laughs> Never bothers him. We we're all have to listen to his voice notes. Um, but, I, but I actually do really like that. Yeah, I do. I really because like sometimes that. you just can't listen. Um, and the other one then is that, do you know the way you say, hey Siri, when you want to get Siri's attention? They're dropping the hey, so it's just Siri now. Mm, okay. Um, and then the next one, this is kind of like a copycat of what Spotify is already doing. You have an animated music player, which is basically showing like an animated picture or video, say like a music video in Apple Music. Nah, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, that's, whatever. <laughs> but whatever. It's, if you have an iPhone 8, 8 Plus or X, it doesn't it doesn't work for you. I like the voice note feature and I don't mind the FaceTime one. Yeah. I'm just thinking going back to these goggles because they're pretty big, all right? They're, yeah. You know how the, it's going to replace your television? Mm-hmm. What happens with, you know, Netflix and chill? Oh yeah. You know, you're what you're both watching the movie uh-huh. and then you kinda of want to go a little bit of a less Netflix, more chill. And then Snoochie. your go- your goggles are 
smashing off each other when you're trying to have a little smooch. They didn't think about that. They have to take them off. Yeah. It's not romantic. And then you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Furry with the goggles on. It's Amy. Back to when we were young. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Yes, Jazzy and Giving Me on FM 104 with Graham and Nathan. I'm about to give you some good, honest, sweary content. <laughs> it is the worst nightmare of a presenter. You're going about your business. You don't know you're live or your microphone's on. And you're in your comfort zone. The guard is down and you swear. Oh, God. So GB News, it has given us a lot of memes over the last while and Eamon Holmes is a presenter on GB News with his co-presenter Isabel West. They do the breakfast show. Okay. And Eamon has been getting a lot of publicity recently because he's been doing salacious interviews with Dan Wotton of GB News talking about Philip Schofield (laughs) and how he knew everything that was going on when he was having the affair with the fella and... But he never said anything at the time. He just waited now to say it. But he knew it all. So here it is. You'll hear. This is a few different parts. You'll hear the jingle of the morning show. Then you'll hear them having a conversation with each other, not knowing the camera is live on them. Oh, God. Then you hear the microphones go silent. Then Isabel come back to try and save it. And Eamon just couldn't give two Fs anymore. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This Bring is it on. this morning. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> if only they knew. If only they knew. Pussycat me. Oh, no, I had a f- dig at home today. Oh. Silence, Mike's gone silent. Talk back. Climate change is making turbulence on planes worse. That's according to Paul Williams, who's a professor of atmospheric science. You sure we're on air? We are. It'd be nice if somebody spoke to us. I think our batteries won't Thank change. You. Thank you very much indeed. There's Simon Calder. Hello. Simon. Now, that was a classic, a couple of things in there. Classic move by Eamon Holmes, because if you're watching the clip, you'll see he didn't have his earpiece in. Yeah. So immediately, what any good presenter will do is they'll blame the producer. <laughs> so, Neve. No. Oh, thanks for telling us. You didn't have your earpiece in, so how could they tell you? Oh. Favourite part of it, though, is when someone in the background, I'm probably the producer, screams, r- realises he's just dropped an F-bomb on breakfast television. Oh, God. And screams, have a listen. Dig at home today. Oh. So we just have to go, and how the F am I going to get home today? Dig at home today. Oh. <laughs> So, and also, really, what was she talking Pussy about? Pussycat, something. <laughs> if only they knew. If only they knew. Pussycat me. It's awful hot. God. I'd say that clip has got more news than the show ever has on actual GB News. Dermot Kennedy now, all my friends on FM 104. A thief in the night came, took everything you The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.